Father God, we just come to you tonight and we just want to lift you up and, and just to glorify you and to glorify your Son, Jesus Christ, and everything that He has gone through for us that we could have life and have it more abundantly upon this earth. And we thank you for your Holy Spirit, which is down here with us to reside on the inside of us and to move within us and to help us do the works that you told us that we could do. And Father God, I just thank you for each person here. Lord God, I thank you for the, uh, that they are blessed, Father, that they're highly favored, and Lord God, that they are healed, Father. No matter what they're dealing with tonight, Lord God, by the time they get out of here, it will be manifested in their bodies, and they will walk out of here glorifying you for what you have done this evening in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, when we're talking about healing, or talking about the Word in general, a lot of what you receive is dependent upon how you respond to God's Word. How you respond to God's promises. How you respond to what Jesus has already done for you. And that's what we need. I need for you tonight is to respond in a positive way so that whatever you're dealing with tonight, and I, I may be wrong, but I feel like the Lord's already given me some things that we need to pray for. Amen? And uh, so we're going to go ahead. I've got a, a message here talking about healing and uh, trying to build up your faith so that you can receive what God has for you tonight. Amen? How many of y'all need a touch from the Lord? How many of y'all need something drastic going on in your life that you've got going on and you need changes? Amen? Well, it's a good thing that you showed up tonight. So, because Hebrews 13.8 is kind of like my base scripture to start off with. Hebrews 13.8 says, Jesus Christ is the same. He does not change from yesterday when He walked upon this earth to today, tonight, and forever. So whatever He did when He walked upon this earth, He still does the same tonight. He'll do the same tonight for you. You just got to have an open heart and grab hold and receive what He did for you 2,000 years ago. Because that is yours tonight. And I'm going to go through some scriptures and I'm actually going to get into the Greek a little bit. And we're going to talk about who did Jesus heal? What kind of diseases, what kind of sicknesses did He heal? And you're going to find out that some of this may even be dealing with you tonight. But this is going to give you hope that you can walk out of here totally whole and totally healed. Amen? Amen. Because it's God's Word. It all reflects back to God's Word. John 21, 25. I'm going to tell you some things that, that I just researched and found out. So, and it says, John's talking about it, and it says, and there are also many other things that Jesus did, which if they were written one by one, I suppose, that's the key word, that even the world itself could not contain the books that would be written. Amen. And you think, well, Pastor Rick, we've got the four Gospels. You know, we've got the epistles. We know what Jesus did. 
but we don't know the full extent of what Jesus did. Jesus' ministry on this earth was what about three and a half years when he walked on this earth. But if you bring everything and, and research the four Gospels, it would actually contain about 57 days out of the three and a half years that's recorded what Jesus did. Just 57 days. And a lot of things that were recorded, you know, they, uh, there might be something in Matthew that's in Mark, Luke, and John also. But when you break that down, what is recorded, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, is about 23 days is all we have of Jesus' life and the things that He did. Anywhere from 23 to 27 days of what Jesus did. That's why John said, you know, I suppose... I suppose. Remember I said that was a key word? I suppose. So in other words, he's talking about it's basically impossible to write down everything that Jesus did. Because you're looking three and a half years and you're looking anywhere from 23 to 27 days is what's recorded. And if you stop and think about it, we don't even have one full day that talks about everything that Jesus did from from the time he got up to the time he went to sleep to the next day. We don't have a full day recorded. It's just partial. So the things that we're going to talk about today, just remember this is just a small fraction of what Jesus did. You know, John knew it. John was right there with him. He said, I suppose if we could, if we could even do it, because it's impossible. It's impossible. So... All right, tonight we're going to look at some scriptures on healing. Because why? This is a healing service. Amen? What else would you look at? Okay, uh, let's look at the healing ministry of Jesus. Because of what He did for us is why we can be here tonight. Amen? All right, there are two words that talked about in the Greek meaning healing. One is I owe me which is Strong's 2390. Now, this means a progressive healing. Like when you go to the doctor. You know, when you go to the doctor, you may not leave, probably not going to leave out of there totally whole, are you? He's going to give you a shot maybe, depending on what you've got going on. You know, he may give you some medicines. You know, but what happens is that is a gradual healing. You know, if, if you've got a cold or whatever, you know, and there's no supposedly no common cure for the common cold. But I, I've got a cure for the common cold. It's called the Word of God. Amen? It's called the Word of God. So, Iomi means a gradual healing, a progressive healing. So, and the other word that we're going to talk about tonight is therapeuo. How many of y'all have heard of therapy? Therapy. This is Strong's 2323. This is the most used Greek word for healing. And it was used 95 times relating to Jesus and healing. Therapeuo. Now this is what this is talking about. And this, grab hold of this because this is going to take place tonight. This is what I need you to do tonight. Amen? Okay, it's a healing touch 
It's a healing touch that requires a corresponding action. So when you come up tonight and I lay hands on you, I mean, maybe you got knee problems, okay? I lay hands on you and I pray for you, then you've got to do what? If you've got a corresponding action to what I'm praying for, then you've got to do what? You've got to move that knee. You've got to do a corresponding action. Amen? And uh, if you stop and think, uh, how many of y'all know about the, uh, the man that had the withered hand that was in the synagogue? And then uh, all the uh, so-called religious people gave Jesus a hard time about whether he was going to heal this guy or not. <clears throat> After Jesus got through talking to him, he was standing in front of the man with the withered hand. And the man's hand was withered, and it was probably balled up like this. Y'all have seen people that were like deformities or whatever. And Jesus said, stretch forth your hand. If the guy had not listened to what Jesus said, his hand still would have been crippled. But what did he do? He stretched forth his hand, corresponding action to what Jesus told him to do, and his hand was made whole. His hand was made whole because he had that corresponding action with what Jesus told him to do. You talk about the lame man, the paralytic. How many times did Jesus say, take up your mat and what? Walk. Take up your mat and walk. And what, what would happen when they, when they added that corresponding action to what Jesus told them to do? They were healed, weren't they? So in other words, the healing touch is there. Okay? The healing touch is there, but we have to put that corresponding action with that healing touch because we know it's God's Word for us to be healed. Hopefully you know that. Okay? It's, not, it's, it's God's will. He wants every single one of you to be healed tonight. Okay? You've got to remember that. You've got to remember that. That it's His will for you to be totally whole. All right, let's go to Matthew 4.23. All right, we're fixing to break some scriptures down. Matthew 4.23. Yes. Like if it's unforgiveness, like if you've got harboring ill feelings towards someone, maybe, or, or whatever, whatever. Right, things that you've been through in your life. Amen? Well, Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted. Amen? So that's what we're talking about, brokenhearted. You can say, Jesus, I receive what you did for me. I thank you that you have taken my broken heart and that you have restored me 100% whole. Okay, so basically it's something that you speak out of your mouth. The thing is, with faith, that's how you release your faith is by the words that you speak. You have got to speak in line with God's Word. Okay, now you, you have some options when you're talking about faith. You can speak in line with your symptoms. Okay, go, let's go back to the knee. Let's go back to the knee. Come in here, lay hands on you. You receive a healing, but you get out the door... And Satan may try to put junk back on you. 
which He does. You can either receive what the Word says, that by His stripes I was healed, or I can go with, oh man, my knee, I thought it was healed. It's not healed. And what have you done? The healing power is still there, you know, but you're not receiving it. Remember, remember the first thing before I even started is, how do we respond? How do we respond to God's Word? Amen? How are you going to respond to what you hear tonight? I mean, because I'm telling, I'm going to tell you God's Word. I'm just breaking it down for you. How do you respond? Does that, that kind of help you out a little bit? Uh, any more questions? Thank you. That was a good question. And uh, if, if it did not hear on CD or whatever, she was talking about uh, scars and stuff from her life that she's gone through. And that's what we were talking about. I did that for the Internet's sake. Amen? Okay. All right. Matthew 4.23. Are y'all there yet? Yeah, good. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. So Jesus didn't just stay in one town, did he? He went out all through, say, Jefferson County. And he was preaching in the churches and he was teaching. Now, let's break this down and see what, see what Jesus actually did. First thing it says that he went teaching and preaching. This is not like a one-time deal. It's, uh, these are participles, which means that he was constantly teaching and he was constantly preaching in synagogues. It wasn't just a one-time effort on Jesus' part. So it was continuously. Now, the word healing. Here we go. Therapuo. Remember, we just talked about that. The healing touch with corresponding action. So in other words, healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of diseases. So in other words, Jesus was possibly, probably laying hands on these people because Jesus was a touchy type person. He loved to touch people. Amen? Because there's just something, there's an affection there. And, but they had to do what? They had to put the corresponding action. But he went about all Galilee preaching, teaching, and healing. Healing. The Therapuo, where they had to uh, respond with a corresponding action. So, now, it says all manner, all manner of sickness and disease. All kinds, all manner. It's all one and the same. All kinds of sickness. It means different types of sicknesses. And the word sickness is nosos, which is Strong's 3554. Now, you think sick. Well, what does sick mean? What do diseases mean? We've got our, our, our concept of what a sickness is and what a disease is. Now, let's look at the Greek. Let's look at what Jesus was doing. Sickness here means no natural cure. Basically, these people were hopeless. 
terminal condition resulting from demonic spirits. If you go back all the way to creation, when Adam and Eve walked on this earth, before they fell, before they sinned, there was no sickness, no disease, no sin, nothing bad on this earth, was there? But once they fell, once they, uh, Satan deceived them, that's when basically all hell broke loose. That's when sickness and disease came, came about because of what Satan did. You need to remember that. So when you're dealing with sickness, and it's not you saying, oh, demon-possessed. You're not demon-possessed, okay? If you're born again, you're not demon-possessed. But the thing is, it's all sickness and all disease is related to that sin of Adam and Eve, which Satan, when he calls them, uh, when he deceived, deceived them and calls them to sin. Do you all understand that? Okay, good, good. All right. The word disease, the word disease is malachia. And I'm probably slaughtering these words, <laughs> uh, but I'm giving it a good old college try. Amen. All right. This is Strong's 3119. Now, talking about disease, this is a crippling or debilitating sickness. People can live with it, but have a hard time functioning or cannot function at all. It could affect the nerves, muscles, or skeletal structure. You know, um, MS deals with your muscles and, and, and nerves and, and brain uh, function and so on. People can still, can still live with it, but they have a hard time functioning. Amen? That's just, that's just one, one disease that I'm thinking about. Lou Gehrig's disease. My dad died from Lou Gehrig's disease a long time ago. And um, his, it was his muscles. He couldn't get his muscles to function. And my dad was, um, he was like 70 years old and he was bench pressing 240 pounds. I mean, he was, he was strong. And he wasn't, I mean, he was well built. He wasn't overly weight or anything. But he had this Lou Gehrig's disease. But his mind was perfect. His mind was perfect. But when it came to muscle, doing things with your muscles and so on, he got to a point to where his muscles would not function. So that's, that's just another one. So, so this is what Jesus healed. This is what Jesus healed. So, skeletal structures, uh, nerves, muscles, and so on. So you see what Jesus did. You see, what Je there was nothing really that came across Jesus' path that he didn't take care of. Here we go again. What was it when I first started off? Jesus Christ, the same yesterday. If he healed all this stuff yesterday, he's going to heal it today. I mean, basically when you get right down to it, and, and we just celebrated Easter, you know, when his body was ripped apart, 1 Peter 2.24, you know, it says that by his stripes you what? Were healed. Not going to be healed, but you were healed. When were you healed? 
Way back when. When was your salvation paid for? Way back when. When did you accept your salvation? Mine was May 15th, 1976. February the 7th? 19. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So you all have that date that you remember. But that was paid for 2,000 years ago. Your healing was paid for 2,000 years ago. Okay. Let's go to Matthew uh, 4.24. And then we're going to go to 25. So if you're we're staying in Matthew, we probably will get into Mark. Alright, 424. And his fame went throughout all Syria. Well, the first time we're talking, we're talking about what? Galilee. Now we're in Syria, and they brought unto him all sick people that were taken with divers diseases and torments and those which were possessed with devils, and those which were lunatic. Wait till we get to the word lunatic. And those that had the palsy, and he healed them. When it talks about his fame went throughout all Syria, it's like good news travels fast. Amen? Jesus was good news. It's like, it's like a rumor started. Man, look at this Jesus guy. You know, and it spread like wildfire because Jesus was taking care of people's needs. People were leaving His presence totally whole, totally healed. Amen. They were talking about Jesus and His miraculous healing ministry. They had doctors, but no, back in that day they had doctors, right? Because we know about the lady with the issue of blood said that she went to, went to the doctors and uh, she had been uh, sick for a bunch of years, went to the doctors, just only grew worse. Okay, Had doctors, but no medication like we do today. They had no medication or real ability to treat sickness. You know, even today, our physicians say that they are what? Practicing medicine. Practicing medicine. Isn't that right? But I know the great physician doesn't have to practice. <laughs> Amen. All right, now let's look. And it says, and they brought unto him. Okay? And they brought unto him all sick people. Now, what does the word brought mean? It means... Physically carried. The sick could not get there on their own. So like if somebody, we got a lady at the foundry, and she cannot get here. It's like if four of y'all put her on a stretcher and carried her here. They brought these people. Okay? They brought these people. They had to carry these people. These people could not move. They were too sick to get to Jesus. Okay, and the word sick, and unto him all sick people that were taken with divers diseases and torments. The word sick means asthenia. It's an all-encompassing term for all types of sickness and disease. If I didn't cover it in Matthew 4.23, I just did. Okay, because that word sick, the Greek meaning whatever, 
whatever it is, it does not matter. It does not matter. And they brought all these sick people, no matter what kind of sickness or disease that they had. They brought them to Jesus. Okay? And now the word torments. They were taken with divers diseases. That, many, that means many diseases. Okay, when I first got saved, I used to scuba dive. You know, and I'm talking probably before a lot of y'all were born. <laughs> so, but I would think, you, you know, divers. I was thinking, what does scuba diving have to do with healing people and all these diseases and stuff? You know, divers diseases. So, but I, I soon found out. But I was a new Christian. I was a new Christian. So, little, little grace and mercy, okay? So, all right. The divers is various types of sickness and diseases. Okay, the torments is the Greek word basanos, which is Strong's 931. Torments means to torture, torments, acute pain, pains of disease. So in other words, if you're dealing with some kind of sickness, uh, some kind of disease, even if it's internal, things that you've been through that, that, you know, that has hurt you on the inside... Satan will use those things to torment you, won't he? He'll use those things. But Jesus took care of all that. You don't have to deal with that torment. You know, if, if you're sick, no matter what, if you got, even if you got a plain cold and you're sitting there blowing your nose constantly and your nose gets all red, you know, that's like a torment, isn't it? Because you're having to deal with something. It's taking you out of your comfort zone. All right. And remember this, John 10.10. 10. Jesus said, the thief, who's the thief? Satan came to steal, kill, and to destroy. But Jesus came that you might have life and have life more abundantly. If you're dealing with any type of sickness, any type of disease, uh, heartaches, brokenhearted, that's not an abundant life. If Satan's beating you upside the head at night and you can't sleep, that's not an abundant life. Jesus has come to set you free. And He's going to set you free tonight. Amen? Amen. So, alright. Now, the word lunatic. Alright. It says, uh, those were possessed with devils. We know what that is. Demon possessed. And those which were lunatic. Lunatic means moonstruck. Okay? Moonstruck. This happened during a full moon. And it has to deal with people that were dealing with the occult. And it affected them physically. So that's what you're looking at, moonstruck. And they said it normally happened back in the uh, full moon. Sickness from dealing with the occult. So if any of y'all have ever done that and haven't been delivered, tonight's your night. Amen? Alright. Palsy. Palsy. And those that had the palsy and He healed them. That's somebody that's paralyzed. That cannot move. And He healed them. Here we go with the word therapy again. 
Healing touch with corresponding action. Jesus healed them. Everybody that we've talked about, all sickness, all disease, you know, He healed them. When they came into His presence and He touched them and they had that corresponding action, they walked away totally whole. Totally whole. Alright, Matthew 4.25 and says, And there followed Him great multitudes of people from Galilee and from Decapolis and from Jerusalem and from Judea and from beyond Jordan. So in other words, Jesus had a bunch of people that were constantly following Him. You know, they knew Jesus. The, remember talking about His fame, how His fame went out about His healing ministry? You know, the thing is, they were bringing people to Him constantly for Him to touch and for them to be healed. But the thing is, too, I can imagine, you know, about seeing somebody that's paralyzed getting up and walking. You'd kind of want to hang around the person that was doing that, wouldn't you? It's just something about that miraculous that, that attracts people to it. And that's what Jesus did. He operated in the miraculous. And the word followed him means habitually followed. In other words, they were addicted to the ministry of Jesus. That's a good addiction. Amen? <laughs> that was good news. The gospel's what? Good news. Hanging around with Jesus was good news. All right, let's go to Mark. Let's go to Mark. And we're going to finish up here. Okay, y'all getting anything out of this? Amen. Okay, Mark 1, 32 through 34. And at even when the sun did set, they brought unto him all, A-L-L, everybody, every single person that were diseased. And we, here we go with the word brought again. Remember, these people could not get there. So they had to be carried to Jesus. All that were diseased. All that were diseased. You know, some of these people probably had to walk miles to get to Jesus. Carrying a stretcher. Or helping that one person that can't walk. You know, how you grab somebody by the waist and walking with them. To get to Jesus. And them that were possessed with devils. And the entire city was gathered together at the door. And he healed many that were sick of divers diseases and cast out many devils and suffered not the devils to speak because they knew him. The word diseased is the word kakos. It's Strong's 2560. Okay, because we talked about disease in uh, Matthew. Okay, here's another use of the word. Miserably afflicted, extremely sick, last stage of their condition, a terminal case. You know, I don't know, y'all might have even had to deal with people uh, like with cancer, like had stage four cancer. They were on their last legs. Uh, you know, uh, breathing machines and, and, and life was just, they didn't even, they basically existed. You know, and... Um, Jesus healed these people. Jesus healed these people. 
And He wants to do the same. He wants to do the same today for, for anybody that will come to Him. You know? But here we go back to the beginning again. How do we respond? How do people respond? Some people don't believe in this. They don't believe that Jesus still heals today. Even though the Scripture says He doesn't change. That He's constant. You know, and, and, and you feel sorry for these people. You have compassion for these people. But they just don't receive it. Now, this is what I like. The word cast out. It says he cast out many devils. The word cast out is ekbalo. It's Strong's 1544. It means to drive out. This is what Jesus was doing. He was driving them out. He was sending them out with violence, forcibly evicting them. So in other words, somebody that was demon-possessed came up to Jesus. He didn't mess around. He didn't mess around with the devil, did he? You know, a lot of people say, well, that's the devil. I'm, I don't know. I don't know what I can do. I don't, I don't know. You know, I'm, go be, be gone. Be gone. Uh-uh. Man, and you, and that's what, forcibly, if I force somebody to do something, it's like, mm, let's go. You know what I mean? And that's what Jesus did. He spoke to them in a loud voice, a rough voice, mean voice, and told them to get out. Because they were Jesus' enemy, but what were they doing to Jesus' Jesus' people, the people that were there wanting to get set free. You know, you, you, the, in Gadara, you know, the, uh, the guy that was uh, in the caves. Are y'all familiar with that story? They had him chained up, and he was breaking the chains. He was just miserable. He was demon-possessed, you know, and uh, Jesus set him free. You know, and he wanted to go follow Jesus. He wanted to be one of those habitual followers. But Jesus said, no, go back and tell what happened to you, to your people. You know, and, and if you start reading in the Gospels, look at how many people uh, that were set free by the demons being cast out. Forcibly cast out. Let me rephrase that. Amen? All right. Hebrews 13.8, Jesus is the same when? Yesterday, today, and forever. So we could say Jesus is the same yesterday, today, tonight, then since nighttime, and forever. Amen? So in other words, He healed then, He's healing now, and He's going to heal in the future. He's going to keep healing until He comes back for us. Amen? Now, let's look kind of a review here. Jesus healed terminal cases, physically disabled, crippled, paralyzed, lunatics, every manner of sickness and disease, no matter what it was. Those tormented by affliction, the demon-possessed, He set people free dealing with the occult. Jesus did it then. He wants to do it now. Amen? Amen.
Father God, we just thank You for this evening, Lord. Father God, I just thank You for Your Word. I just thank You that, Lord God, that we can go back to Your Word, that You gave us Your Word, that we can look at and study and see what Jesus did and that how Jesus wants to do it again for us this day, Father God, and this night, Lord. And Lord God, even as I pray, Father God, I thank You for Your healing power that's evident, Father God, that's flowing now. What Your healing power is already on the inside of us because of what Jesus did. And Lord God, we give You all glory, honor, and praise. And we thank You, Father God, for a manifestation of Your Word tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.